Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Carrie Irvin, and I am a Christian life coach. But this podcast is for everyone and anyone who wants to listen and get some tips. So I'm going to start off with a quote today. I came across this quote recently. Um, I even included it on a post on social media because it deals with something so important. So I also felt like it needed to be talked about on here. Here's the quote. What we don't own will end up owning us. That is from Dr. David G. Benner. So I want to ask you, how does that settle on your mind and heart when you hear that? What we don't own will end up owning us. So let's look into this because it is definitely worth digging into. We all have days or even seasons where we struggle. We struggle with how we feel about things in our life, like our family, our jobs, our friends. I mean, that's just a part of life. However, when you look at those days or those seasons of struggle, whether you're going through one right now or you just recently recalled one because I just walked through one, I want you to see what was at the core of the struggle within yourself. Maybe the catalyst for the struggle, which it so often is, is something from the outside. But the thoughts and feelings that you had about it created a struggle within itself, a struggle within a struggle. All right? Not fun. Very, very tiring. So when something stressful or hard happens to us, we automatically generate thoughts and feelings about it, about ourselves, about anyone else that's involved. And if you aren't owning your thoughts, if you aren't owning up to those thoughts and how they make you feel, then ultimately um, you're not looking at how they made you act because your thoughts and your feelings create your actions. And it becomes a very negative cycle if you're not owning up to it. The situation you are in becomes even harder and even more tumultuous than was to begin with because your thoughts and your feelings about it are just stewing around and creating all sorts of bad feelings, which in turn make you act certain ways that you know is normally not who, how you would act. For example, let's, okay, let's just say you had a bad day at work. Everything went wrong. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you made a big mistake. But regardless, okay, you made the mistake. But beyond that, you created all sorts of thoughts and feelings in your head in regard to what happened. We have all been there. We messed up on something. And maybe we had a mini meltdown, maybe a big one. So your thoughts about the day, the situation, they're not good. Now, that doesn't mean when you have a hard day that you just pretend that it was a great day. Or maybe you had a coworker that just said something flat out rude, flat out mean to you, right? You don't just pretend, well, they just didn't say it at all. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I mean is that you need to own up to how it has made you feel. You have to be real with yourself. In moments like this, if you're thinking of a moment in particular, a great question to ask yourself, to check yourself, to own up is, are you making this mean more than what it really means? Okay, so you, so you messed up. You messed up at work. Are you making it mean that you're awful at your job or you're losing your edge or you're just not cut out for this work versus the fact that you just had a bad day? You made a mistake. That is all it means. You know how to fix it. You know what's going to be done in order to make it right again. But are you still making it mean way more than what it truly means? So let's go to the coworker situation, the coworker that said something rude to you or family member, whomever it may be. 
someone said something rude to you and nobody can ignore you, you know, say that, oh, that wasn't rude. It's pretty much rude, right? Are you making it mean that um, you don't belong, that you're unlikable? Maybe you believe actually what they said. Are you making it mean you're an embarrassment to your job or to the family or to them or to yourself? Okay, so your coworker was way out of line. They were the one that chose to act that way. They were the one that chose to say those things, right? So that's the fact of it. Okay, so when you lose your cool with your spouse or your child, and afterwards the guilt sets in, are you making it mean that you're an awful wife or husband or parent versus the fact that you're human and you had a moment where you just didn't behave in a way that you were proud of? Maybe you shouldn't have said that, right? But it doesn't mean that in general, you're just an awful parent. You just had a moment. We're not excusing it. We're not saying, well, it's okay. Just sweep it under the rug. We're not saying that. But what we're saying is be careful that you don't let the pendulum swing the other way and see it as something just so awful that you are an awful person. Now, these are all just a few examples. So you have to ask yourself if you're owning up to what you're thinking about the situation, whatever situation came up in your head when we started talking about this, and then own up to how it made you feel. You then need to ask yourself, how has it made you take action? So after the coworker said something rude or you messed up at work, did you walk around in shame? Did you react in anger or frustration? Did you come home and take your frustration out? Own up to it. It's okay. We've all messed up. We've all had someone say something to us that's just mean. We've all been the parent or the spouse we're not proud of. But if you keep denying the fact that you are letting it mean more than what it truly does, the bad day, the mean words said by the coworker, the moment that you lashed out at your spouse or child, it will end up making you act in a way that makes your first initial thought about the situation true, right? You walk around angry at the coworker and thinking that they hate you and that they're out to get you. All those feelings that it generates is going to end up making you act in such a way that adds fuel to the fire. You might end up lashing out at them, getting upset with them, or shaming yourself so much that you only see yourself in a negative way. So if you made the mistake at work and you're feeling like I just keep screwing up or I'm losing my edge, I'm just not meant for this job, all those feelings are going to make you act in ways to show you're going to screw up more. You know, maybe not a whole lot more, but a little bit more, or maybe it is a whole lot more. So then it feeds that very thought, yeah, I'm a screw up. I just, I keep messing up. Basically, you're making your thoughts become your reality. Today was awful. I made a mistake at work. I'm a screw up. All I do is mess things up. Then before you know it, the thought owns you. You will end up screwing up more, messing things up because you've locked yourself into a prison of sorts and it just keeps going around. It's cyclical. It just keeps happening. Okay, so you messed up. All right, you know what to do next time or what not to do. Don't blame someone else for your mistake. That's something a lot of people do. They either shame themselves or they try to blame somebody else. That's very common. If you find yourself doing that, you have to own up to it. 
Come to peace with the fact that mistakes are made, but make it right. Don't shame and don't blame. Own up to what happened. Look at the thoughts that you had in regards to it and see how your thoughts made you feel. And it probably wasn't very good. You can stop it. You have to take ownership of your thoughts and feelings before you can move on to a better and healthier place. If you don't, you will make more of it, you know, make, make it mean more than what it really does. And then from there, you can say, okay, I messed up. I learned from this. What would I rather think about myself at work? I'm learning. You know, I'm, I'm learning how to do this. I learned how not to do something. The coworker that was mean. You know, what could you learn from it? What thought would you rather have about them versus, oh, they hate me or they're an, they're an awful human being? right? What new thought would you rather have about them when you think of them doesn't make you feel awful? So remind yourself of the question, am I making this mean more than what it truly does? Because owning this will keep it from owning you. You have complete control over how far you let your thoughts go and ultimately how they make you act. And when you ask yourself, am I making this mean more than what it does? You're going to find the answer pretty quick. You're going to know. No more shame and no more blame. Now, there's been times where I haven't taken ownership of my my thoughts and things. And before I came into life coaching with my own life coach, I did this quite a bit. The moment I messed up, oh, I would let my whole world melt down. Not because I thought it should be perfect. I just, it was like it added to like, oh, there I go, screwing up again. All right, things that happened to me, maybe something I did but I still made it mean more than what it really did. And the situation ended up taking away my peace of mind, which stirred up all sorts of feelings. I felt resentment and bitterness growing. But now with all the thought work that I've learned to do and all the creation cycles that I work on pretty much daily, I see how powerful it is to take ownership of this and not let it own me anymore. In my coaching sessions, we often go over this very topic. It's very common. It is incredible, though, to see my clients' faces light up when they see the truth. They see that they were making it mean more, mean something else than what it really does. And that right there can change everything. When you see, oh, wow, I'm making this mean, I'm I'm thinking in my brain that I'm a total screw up and I'm not. I just, I made a mistake. That person yelled at me. I, I must be exactly what they said, exactly how they talked to me. I guess I deserve that. Instead of they've obviously got something going on. They've had a hard day, you know, and, and just in that sense, having a toll like this, this, I'm making this mean more than what it does. Oh, they hate me. They're out to get me. Maybe they, maybe that's probably not the case. Maybe they just had a bad day and you just happen to be in the room. I have one spot left in my current round of coaching. And if you are ready to take ownership of your life, how you see your life, how you see your goals ahead of you, and not just how you see them, but how to approach them, how to make them come to fruition. Guys, all this life coaching goes so much more than just looking at your goals and looking at your feelings. It entails, I mean, actually, it just goes into so many facets of our life. So if you feel like this is something you're ready for, email me at carrieirvinlifecoach at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at carrieirvinlifecoach and you can message me there. And from there, we set up a consult call and then you get to ask all the questions you want about life coaching. 
to see if it's right for you and just to see how it works, okay? So until next time, guys.